Hi, we're Lisa and Angie, and you are listening to another episode of Pep Talks and Prosecco. If you are loving this podcast, we would be so grateful if you left us a rating and a review. You can also let us know that you're listening to us by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your socials. But remember to tag us. We are so happy that you're here. And now it's time to settle in with your favorite glass of bubbly and enjoy this week's pep talk. Cheers, Angie. Cheers to you, Lisa. Cheers, my friend. Happy Sunday and happy season freaking four. Hey, cheers. Great to see you. So good to see you as well. And here we are back for the fourth season of Pep Talks and Prosecco. I couldn't even say Prosecco like slowly enough. I'm so excited. Let's try that again. Prosecco. I can do this. Prosecco. We can do this. We might be a little bit rusty. We're just yeah. coming back off of a break, but yeah, I'm loving the um, casual vibe. I can see yes. your microphone in the shot. It's and true. oh, <laughs> there it is. It's like You're, making a little, it's making a little appearance. He on wants the, on the show. or she or she, she right? wants to be a part of, of our, of our little pep talk. But I guess that just goes to show that just like we are growing and evolving with each season. So too is the little pep talk that could, and we've decided to make some slight changes when did we become the little pep talk that could because I, I, I love that i love that you love it yes oh. it's so cute well it's true that it has gone through a number of, of different phases and looks over the past three seasons right. and uh started out as a more like a video and igt ig TV or um, something that you could watch on YouTube, but it's now more of a podcast and that's the direction that we'd like to go. Yeah. We're, we're the little podcast that could, we just keep chugging along. I love it. <laughs> it's like so terrible. So <laughs> I true. might be hooked on that now. We might be in trouble for the, for the of this episode. I make, I make no promises of where things will go now. Cause I love that little analogy. <laughs> Well, we all know how you love analogies and, and you take things and you run with them and that's what makes it so adorable. But in any case, we have learned that um, when you listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, you can basically take us wherever you go, which is anywhere, kind of scary. but it's also really exciting. So you can take us on a road trip or while you're driving to work, while you're out for a walk or a run. And that's a lot easier to listen to us on a podcast than it is to be watching us on a video. So we are going to spend more time focusing on making this an amazing podcast than worrying about it being a video, but you will still probably show up in your feed uh, with some clips, some teasers of what's in store for that week. Yeah, a little bit of some trailers, but there's lots of things that are not changing. For example, we will continue to sip Prosecco while we create the little podcast that could. 100%. Right. 100%. Still great content. Amazing content. Amazing content. And guess what? 
we keep asking these unbelievable guests if they would come on and honor us with their knowledge and share with our community. And they keep saying yes. So like the guest list uh, continues to just be um, amazing, just beyond amazing. So, so amazing. Yeah. And speaking of guest list and amazing people, how excited are you for season four's theme? Oh my God. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, certainly something that we've been talking about this whole yeah. like this yeah. whole thing for a very long time. So um, why don't you share with our friends what season four's theme is? Okay. Well, I'm going to do a little, can I, can I do a little bit of a backstory of you can always do a little bit of a backstory. Okay. So you just might, might want to settle in with your little glass there and take a little sip. Well, Angie takes you on a little story here, folks, of how things began. You and I have had ongoing conversations that have circled the drain around the theme of season four, since you and I have known each other. And it has become more prominent um, as we've worked together. We've created our business. We've created Weatherwell. Certainly, once we started coaching, it was just so, it, it was coming up so prominently in conversations time and time again, and in workshops and courses, in how people interact with us. Mm -hmm. and, um, and with our coaching as well. And so we, it was pretty clear. I think for us that we knew, especially as we were like embarking on the beginning of season three, yeah. it became very clear that we were like, we know what season four. So we were like, but we got to focus on season three <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, just like, calm down ladies. Yeah. And like, let's focus on season three, but we were really amping up because we knew exactly what season four was. And so our theme for season four comes from our conversations from you guys and our engagement with you guys and, and knowing that this is something that every single one of us has faced and continues to face. And so the theme for season four is unapologetically me. What? what? Say what? That's right. Unapologetically me. It is an amazing lineup already so far. We have some incredible business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, um, creatives, females who have decided that they are going to show up in this world as their mm -hmm. authentic self every single day and not get caught up in those shoulds that society throws at us and starts throwing at us at a very young age, I would say. So I'm curious, when we think about being unapologetically ourselves, I connect that to this idea of feeling like we need to be small mm -hmm. as women. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking a lot about, and I, I'm curious to know if you felt like you had that message, like either growing up or sometime, like did someone ever explicitly tell you, you need to be small or were there nuances or things that you just picked up on as, as a child or as a, as a young woman that made you think that it wasn't okay to just show up and be unapologetically yourself? 
Yeah, you, you know, well, absolutely. But but on the reverse of that, I've also I've also had people say to me, and I have like I'm gonna just confess right now, I've even thought this at times towards other people of needing to be a bit more as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've, ex- I've experienced kind yes. of that, that squishing down. Um, I have, I have absolutely been told more than once to be a little less Angie, right? Just, I'm a, just a bit too much for people to take, or, you know, just, just tone it down a bit, just like, you know, you've got such a big personality, like, you know, maybe like that's not for everyone. So maybe just just be a little less Angie. And um, instead of that feedback being more about here are some strengths that you have and here are opportunities where you could refine those. And if you're looking for opportunities for growth and this is the niche that you're really trying to target, here are some actions or some steps that you may want to further explore, right? Like those are two very Mm -hmm. different Mm-hmm. ways of, of providing feedback. Um, and then on the, on the flip side of that, I've, I've definitely, you know, been like, you know, just be a bit more refined, mm-hmm. right. Maybe be a bit more reserved, which is still kind of embedding that smallness though smallness. at the same time. Right. But I've yeah. thought that of other people too. Like I've thought, Oh, if only she could just be a bit more, or maybe yeah. just a little bit less of, and mm-hmm. I've done that. I've inflicted mm-hmm. those thoughts and I've likely unintentionally sent those messages to other women as well. And until you have that, that awareness and you really focus on wanting to, for things to be different, you're just going to keep on doing the same old and same old knowledge. It just yeah. becomes lip service otherwise. Yeah. What, about, what about for you? 100%, 100%. And I think, um, you know, this isn't about like men versus women or anything like that, because I think, um, our upbringing, right. Has, whether we're a man or a woman, some of those societal kind of nuances or ideas that get thrown at us, that's how we were raised. Right. So you bring up a really good point when we talk about that awareness piece and it's until we are aware and we start picking up on some of those nuances or those thoughts, whether we have them ourselves or we notice someone else projecting those, the awareness piece is how the change happens. Um, in my view anyway, but I think I, when I think about, my childhood or my upbringing. And of course we knew that this is going to be the topic. So we've been reflecting yeah. on this a little bit. Absolutely, It's interesting for me because as a young girl, I don't recall feeling like I needed to be small or I couldn't just be who I wanted to be. Like, I don't, I can't think of as a young girl feeling that, like, I felt like if I wanted to do something, I just did it. And if I wanted to play sports, I could. And if I wanted to dance, I could. And if I wanted to be a leader, I could. But it, I I think about being a young woman, though, and really getting into like the work world. And that's where I started. Maybe even less. Well, yeah, I guess it's a part of being small. But there were times when there would have been suggestions about me getting a job or getting a promotion 
maybe because of how I looked or the mm-hmm. fact mm-hmm. that I was a female, right? right. And mm-hmm. and so I feel like the way that I've played small or downplayed who I am is by being very aware, not self-conscious, but aware of how I looked or how I was perceived. So not to be too provocative or sexy because I wanted people to focus on what I knew and what I was saying versus how I looked. And so there've been comments over the years that have just made me probably used to be self-conscious about that. I'm not self-conscious anymore, but I can say that I'm still aware of that whole femaleness and how that shows up in, I would say a space that is still, even for you and I, quite male dominant. Okay. I'm super curious. Have you ever implemented a goal and been successful only to have regression? Have you ever signed up for something and had the best intentions to follow through on it and it's still sitting in your inbox as a reminder of something that you haven't started? Have you ever made the decision to equate your worth and your value as measured by the size of your clothes or the number on a scale? Oh my goodness, more times than I wish to admit, actually. (laughs) I love that we have pulled together the fundamental five strategies that we've learned through our nutrition coaching and goal setting coaching certifications to build this amazing five week course that is going to help our community use micro habit building, uh, build their knowledge around nutrition, goal setting, habit formation, and create a clear plan of action for their nutrition goals. It's all going to be packed into those five weeks. We had so much to teach everyone that we had to spread it out over five weeks. And it launches on October 27th. I think it might be fair to say that we're going to put the fun and fundamental. Oh, it is definitely fair to say that. So click on the link in our show notes to learn more about the Fundamental 5 launching October 27th. We can't wait to see you there. You were talking there. I mean, I'm, you and I've had so many conversations and so we've, we've dabbled on, on this one for a while now, Mm. but um, I just kept thinking of you know, how we have this theme of unapologetically me, that doesn't give you the right then to be not a good human anymore, though, either. That's right. Right? right. Yes. And so, well, this is just how I am. So take it or leave it, folks, right? Like, it's like, you can go from from one extreme to to the other, right? And so it's just, when I was listening to you, I was just, I kept thinking about, how it would be so easy without that lack of Mm self-awareness to take that as a right to be whoever you want at the cost or expense of anyone that's, that's in your, in your presence and kind of goes against still being like just a good 
person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. And you know, like I was talking to the farmer about this and we were trying to think of like things that society maybe would have suggested to us, you know, to be small. And so, and at one point I said, well, act like a lady. Mm. And we got into this really interesting conversation because, and he, you know, of course would say, I understand that I'm coming to this conversation as a <laughs> white man. So oh, I am going to remember that, but he said, but I was always told to be a gentleman too. And he said, I don't see that as being small. I see that as being a respectful human. So when someone says act like a lady, he said, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how does that translate for a female into be small versus be kind or be respectful. Mm -hmm. So it was an interesting, it was an Mm -hmm. interesting take. And, and, you know, I think there's, more to unpack there but um you know it's it's really it's really interesting though that um I think women in general tend to fall victim to the shoulds and the shame more so than than maybe our male counterparts what do you think oh you know what I think maybe 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 I think that as, as a society, mm-hmm. we are so shitty at giving really helpful feedback to each yes. other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and maybe there likely is the, the gender piece to, to attribute to the, the guilt that gets imposed. Maybe as, as women, we talk about it more openly right. than men do. Um, but I just like, I, I feel like we can look even like bigger than that and broader yeah. than that. Like, and I just go back to my dad. Um, he would, he would call me up and I was like, I don't know, I was kind of messing life up kind of my early twenties kind of thing. <laughs> and just, you know, doing things that maybe didn't make him feel like, wow, this is my favorite child. But, um, you know, he was, I could tell he was struggling with me finding my way. Yeah. Um, and so his way of, of handling that would be, he would offer to take me for lunch mm-hmm. and that became a, uh, a cue for, I'm going to give you some tips on how to be a better human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yes. like his, his intention was so good. He was like, Hey kid, I've screwed up so many times. Yeah. I, I, I just, I see you doing some things that are that I've lived, I've lived those mistakes and I don't want you to feel that pain. Right. Like I can see that now, but when I was like early twenties, I was just like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it all, I had it all figured out. And so he would take me for lunch and then he'd say, so I want to talk to you about, and you like, I, you know, exactly what was going to happen, right? Like my shoulders got up, my defenses got up. Yes. I got pissed off. Yes. I wouldn't speak. Um, it did typically didn't end like the best, not that we were ever hostile with, with each other. I mean, we had a really good relationship, but it got to the point that if you'd call me and ask me to go for lunch, I would say, are you going to give me a lecture on how I need to be a better person because you don't like this version of me right now? Not probably, I probably had more colorful language in there. Um, <laughs> 
And, and so that, that wasn't good, but I, now I can see his intent was good. And then I, I look back on that myself as well and go, how many times have I had conversation? I'm so fortunate to, to lead people and support people and coach people that my good intentions collided with maybe a lack of skill on how to give feedback yeah. that I have unintentionally, you know, made them feel that they needed to be less than or more than and talked out of both sides of my mouth. And so Mm -hmm. that's why to me, this season is so freaking important because not only have we all experienced it, I truly believe that most of us have done this to another person or other people. Yes. Right. Yes. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And it's, yeah, feedback isn't something that we've talked about a lot, but you're you're right that sometimes, you know, I think about so okay, so one of the things for me is that I when I feel strongly about something or I feel like I might be in disagreement with another person, I get a bit emotional. Mm-hmm. So my, you know, my voice will kind of catch. Sometimes I almost feel like I'm on the verge of tears. And, and um, I used to think that was maybe a sign of weakness, right? And then I would worry about do other people see me as weak, but I was just, that was just a story that I was telling myself, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's, I embrace that. Like, it's just, it's who I am. I, I'm not going to apologize for feeling and being a caring person and getting emotional about things that really matter to me, where it used to be like, I would try to figure out all the ways to stop myself from getting emotional. Now I just know that that's, that's who I am. And I'm not going to apologize for it anymore. Yeah, I like, I mean, I, I, I have definitely felt that way before. And I have certainly um, chosen to mute myself literally, um, for fear of showing emotion, therefore others perceiving that I was not intelligent, not worthy of being part of the conversation. And there she is an emotional woman. Yep. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. Right. And I created all that. Nobody said that to me. No one said it or not to my face. (laughs) But I, but I, but I created that. So, you know, I, I just, the, the guests that we have this season, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're going to speak to their experiences. And, and, and I, I know our community is just going to be, I think, a little surprised by some of the people that we have that are going to come on and, and talk about this yeah. and how they've worked through it and how, what was the, what was the turning point to no longer tolerate the smallness and yeah. to, and to be unapologetically who they're destined to be. Yeah. And I love that because of that, because of that choice that they've made, they're forging a path for other women. Mm -hmm. They're showing other women that they can do this too. And every little crack that we put in that glass ceiling is just another step forward for women. And I'm just so excited to have them share their stories with us. And we have a few episodes sprinkled in as well of um, some ways that, um, you know, we keep showing up unapologetically in this world as well. And I'm just, 
It's an amazing season, my friend. I am so excited. Me too. I think we can say cheers. Here's to the start of season four. Unapologetically, me. Hold on tight, you guys. This little podcast that could (laughs) is going to be chugging right along. And you guys are going to love it. We, you are so going to love it. And if you do love it, we would like to invite you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Leave a comment telling us how much you love it. And if you're listening to an episode and you love it, like really a lot, which you will take a screenshot, share it on your socials, tag us in it. We'd love to know where you're listening, what you're listening to. And that helps out us and this little podcast that could. So cheers to another amazing season. I'm so excited to be back with you, my friend. Here we go. Season four. Cheers. Cheers.